This is Score to Death Radio from the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. My name is Jay Blake Fischera. I'm the author of the books, Score to Death, Conversations with Some of Horror's Greatest Composers, and Score to Death 2, More Conversations with Some of Horror's Greatest Composers, as well as the director of the upcoming documentary, Score to Death, The Dark Art of Scary Movie Music. This is part two of what may become an ongoing series of episodes exploring movie theme songs. I don't have any more planned at the moment, but doing these has been a lot of fun, so there is no telling what the future will bring. As discussed in the last episode, the idea to do these episodes spawned from one, a desire to step away from the horror space for a bit, and two, my noticing how great movie theme songs were in the 1970s and 1980s. The original intention was to play nothing but rarities, things people either never heard before or have completely forgotten about. But as I went down the research rabbit hole, some crowd-pleasing popular favorites were just too good not to add to the list. The result is a drastically diverse collection of songs spanning several genres of film with varying musical styles. Though I have not completely succeeded, I tried to keep the track list to actual theme songs not just songs featured on a soundtrack. And special attention was given to songs that were co-written by the film's composers. And as a disclaimer, the following tracks are taken from various sources, including YouTube and dusty old vinyl LPs and 7-inch singles. So please excuse the varying sound quality. But since this is scored to death after all, let's kick things off with a handful of songs written for some beautifully wacky sci-fi films, classic horror movies, and gritty thrillers. Starting with this classic from the Dickies.
what must be done When do we stand And face the future When there is nowhere left to run And you got to learn Just how to survive You got to learn How to keep your dream And you belong to me When does a dream Become a nightmare When do we learn to with fear When we cry out For some salvation Why is it no one seems to hear You've got to burn It's up to you
We kicked off that block with Killer Clowns from Outer Space from the 1988 film of the same title. The song was written and performed by the band The Dickies. We then heard Come To Me from Fright Night Part 2, also from 1988 and written by Brad Fidel. Performed by Deborah Holland, featuring Ross Levinson on electric violin. Of course, the song incorporates some of Fidel's best musical themes from his scores for both the first and second Fright Night films, and this version plays over the end credits of Fright Night Part 2. I've always loved Brad's Come To Me theme, and if you're interested, you can read about it and several of his other scores in my book, Score To Death 2. Next, we heard a song that I personally think kicks some serious ass. It's the title track Looker from the 1981 sci-fi film of the same title, performed by Sue Sod and written by Barry Dvorzon and Michael Towers in association with James Sod. I love Barry, who also wrote the score for this film. And even though we didn't get to discuss Looker, there is a very interesting interview with him over on my other podcast, Score to Death the Podcast, so check it out. Susad also sung our next track, Radioactive Dreams from 1984's Radioactive Dreams, which was written and directed by Albert Payoon. Though I'm not sure who wrote it, Saad also did a cameo in the film. We then heard Help Me from David Cronenberg's 1986 film The Fly, performed by Brian Ferry and written by Brian Ferry and Niall Rogers. If memory serves me correctly, I think they were actually contractually obligated to use this song in the end credits. But uh, ultimately, Cronenberg and producer Mel Brooks fought against that notion because, as they put it, it would ruin the film, and I kind of agree with them. So <laughs> I'm glad that that didn't happen. Uh, but uh, the song does show up in the infamous barroom scene. This next one is a bit of an oddity. It's the song I Am the Future from the 1982 film Class of 1984. It's performed by Alice Cooper and written by Gary Osborne and Lalo Schifrin, who did the score. The song is also featured on Alice's Zipper Catches Skin album. It's not the greatest song, but I had to include it. It's not every day that you hear a collaboration between music's most legendary shock rocker and Lalo Schifrin. We then heard another song co-authored by Barry Dvorzon. In the City from 1979's The Warriors, performed by Joe Walsh, written by Joe Walsh and Barry Dvorzon. The Eagles re-recorded it later that year for their album The Long Run. And I decided to stay with that Eagles theme and end this block with a track by former Eagles guitarist Don Felder. The track was called Heavy Metal Taking a Ride from the 1981 animated film Heavy Metal. The song was written and performed by Don Felder, and features fellow Eagles Timothy B. Schmidt and Don Henley. Even though these songs all come from quote-unquote genre films, it is a pretty eclectic group of films and songs from a wildly diverse group of artists, not unlike this next block of tunes. Let's kick it off with this track from 1978, featuring a fantastic vocal performance by Barbara Streisand. But you're the only one I trust to show me the way. I always hear your voice, and in my dreams I hear you calling. 
lying on the sand, watching seabirds fly, wishing there would be someone waiting home for me. Something's telling me it might be you. It's telling.
we started things off with Prisoner from the 1978 film Eyes of Laura Mars, performed by Barbara Streisand, written by Karen Lawrence and John DeSantis. It peaked at number 21 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 back in 1978. And it's worth noting that the film was directed by Empire Strikes Back director Irvin Kirshner, and it was based on a script originally written by John Carpenter. We then heard It's a Long Road from the 1982 film First Blood, performed by Dan Hill, written by Jerry Goldsmith, with lyrics by Hal Shaper. Of course, you know, I felt like I had to play something associated with Jerry Goldsmith, who also happened to write this film's score. I'm not sure that as a film, First Blood has aged all that well with later millennials, and especially Gen Z. But in my opinion, it's great. And it features arguably Stallone's best performance. We followed that up with It Might Be You from the 1982 masterpiece Tootsie, performed by Stephen Bishop, music by the film's composer Dave Grusin, lyrics by Alan and Marilyn Bergman. The song was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Original Song, but it lost to Up Where We Belong from An Officer and a Gentleman, performed by Joe Cocker and Jennifer Warnes. Over the years, Tootsie has become one of my all-time favorite films. It's just wonderful and hilarious with fantastic performances. Check it out if you haven't seen it yet. And of course, we closed out this block with Arthur's theme, Best That You Can Do, from the 1981 film Arthur, performed by Christopher Cross. Written by Christopher Cross, Burt Bacharach, who also did the score for the film, Carol Sager, and Peter Allen. It won the Academy Award and Golden Globe for Best Original Song. Now, when you look back at pop music over the last four decades, it's amazing that a guy who looks like Christopher Cross was able to become a major music star. He had huge hits with Sailing and Ride Like the Wind the year before in 1980. Sailing took home three Grammys. Plus, it got him Album of the Year and Best New Artist. Arthur's theme, of course, took home the Academy Award and Golden Globe. Man, it seems like talent used to be worth a lot more back in those days. Anyway, we kind of settled into an adult contemporary thing there. <laughs> but uh, all worthwhile songs from some truly great films. You're listening to Score to Death Radio from the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. I'm your host, Jay Blake Fischera. And today we are doing something a little different. This is part two of what may become an ongoing series of episodes exploring movie theme songs. For this next block, let's shift gears, pick up the pace a bit, and have a little bit of fun. Starting with this 1984 track from a band called The Rubinous, doing their best Devo impression.
We kicked off that block with Revenge of the Nerds from the 1984 film Revenge of the Nerds, performed by the Rubenus. As mentioned earlier, the Rubenus seemed to be channeling Devo for that track, so I figured, why not give you the real deal? With the theme song from a rarely mentioned Dan Aykroyd comedy, Dr. Detroit from 1983, written by Devo members Mark Mothersba and Gerald Cassell. We then heard Call Me soundtrack version from 1980's American Gigolo performed by Blondie. Of course, Call Me became one of Blondie's greatest hits, but it originated on this soundtrack and is considered the film's theme. It was written by vocalist Debbie Harry and the film's composer, Giorgio Mordor. We closed out the block with a wonderfully kitschy rarity, Damn Dog from 1980's Times Square, performed by actress Robin Johnson, written by Jacob Brackman and Billy Murnett. Times Square is a film that I discovered several years ago watching it on Turner Classic Movies' late Friday night underground programming. And though it's not for everyone, I instantly fell in love with it. Granted, as a longtime New Yorker who lives, <laughs> you know, just steps from Times Square, I may be a bit biased. But if you're at all interested, it is finally available on Blu-ray, so check it out. Now, let's close out the episode with more very dated 80s rock from a handful of films that I personally have always held very near and dear to my heart. Starting with this track from 1987's Over the Top, sung by Sammy Hagar.
We kicked off that block with Winner Takes All from 1987's Over the Top, performed by Sammy Hagar, written by Giorgio Morador and Thomas Whitlock. Originally, the song was sung for the film by John Wetton from the group Asia, but uh, his voice wasn't considered quote-unquote mean enough, so they brought in Sammy Hagar. The song also features a bass guitar solo by Eddie Van Halen. Over the Top is a film that I have really come to love over the years, and quite frankly, I don't think it gets a fair shake. I think it is genuinely pretty good. And if you're interested, my episode about the film over on Saturday Night Movie Sleepovers is one of our best and has been called the single best podcast episode on Canon Films. And it wasn't called that by me. So uh, somebody actually thought that. And of course, anyone who truly knows me knows that nobody loves the original Karate Kid more than I do. So I delivered a double shot of songs from the film. Feel the Night from 1984's Karate Kid, performed by Baxter Robertson. Music by Bill Conti, lyrics by Baxter Robertson. And of course, You're the Best from 1984's Karate Kid, performed by Joe Esposito. Music by Bill Conti, lyrics by Ollie Willis. We also covered Karate Kid on Saturday Night Movie Sleepovers. So if you're interested, check that out. It's literally one of my favorite films of all time with a score from one of my favorite composers of all time, Bill Conti, who I also had the honor of interviewing for Score to Death, the podcast. So if you're interested in that, you should go check that out too. And of course, no playlist of movie songs from this era could be complete without something from Stan Bush. And today, I not only have two Stan Bush songs, but they are from two Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Starting with Fight to Survive from 1988's Bloodsport, performed here by Stan Bush as heard in the film. It was written by the film's composer Paul Herzog and Shandy Cinnamon. For some reason, this song was later re-recorded by Paul Delph for the soundtrack release, but uh, we heard the version that's featured in the film. And we finished off this episode with Never Surrender from Kickboxer from the year 1989, performed by Stan Bush and written by Lenny Macaluso. But sadly, we are out of time. I do, however, appreciate your taking this ride with me through the wonderful world of movie theme songs of the 1970s and 80s. I had a lot of fun, and I hope you did too. I'm not yet sure what we will be doing on the next episode, but uh, please stay tuned. As always, you can find complete track listings for Score to Death Radio episodes at cinematicsoundradio.net. If you've been enjoying Score to Death Radio, please take the time to spread the word on social media. And consider reviewing the show over on Cinematic Sound Radio's Apple Podcast slash iTunes page. If you'd like to keep up with all things Score to Death, you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Score to Death. Please pick up copies of my books, Score to Death, Conversations with Some of Horror's Greatest Composers, and Score to Death 2, More Conversations with Some of Horror's Greatest Composers, which are available in both paperback and ebook. And you can buy paperbacks from me directly at scoretodeath.com. And please consider checking out Score to Death, the podcast, where I also interview exceptionally talented composers without always sticking so strictly to the horror genre. And like this show, it is available just about everywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm Jay Blake Fischera, and you've been listening to Score to Death Radio on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Thank you for listening.
Thank you for listening to the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. I want to thank Tim Burton for providing his voice for all the bumpers you hear throughout the program, and to David Casina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And wherever you're listening to us today, please take a moment right now to leave us a rating and a review of the podcast. You can get a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt at our Tee Public store. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio. And don't forget to check us out on the web at cinematicsound.net. <laughs>